0: Hey there, I am Anna Michelle Gomo and you are welcome to the podcast. This is a safe space where I get to talk about God and how we can build our relationship with Him. On each episode, we'll be diving below the surface of the Bible to encounter God and grow. Currently, we are on a 365-day Bible challenge and it has been fantastic so far. And so I invite you to join us today because... God has a word for you, but it is up to you to listen. So please stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Floodcast. Today is day 118 of a Bible in Your Challenge, and you are welcome back once again on this amazing journey. So today we'll be continuing taking readings from the books of 1 Samuel as well as Psalms. So in first time we're looking at two chapters today, chapter 27, as well as 28. In chapter 27, we are focusing on David, who decides to run away to Philistia, which is the land of the Philistines. After he um, just figured out that while he's running from pillar to post in Israel, Saul is still going to find him by one means or the other, because Saul is king and the king would have different should i say spies around in all the parts of the country so he just realized that it would just be an endless um endless hide and seek and at the end of the day saul would have a greater chance of finding him so david decides to run with his men to Philistine, which is the land of the philistines and just to know that the philistines are the current enemy major enemy of the Israelites. They are like the nation that is in constant battle with the Israelites currently. And so while David is there, we see this I don't know if it's a if I should say it's a, like a military strategy, but what David does is that while he's there, he kind of gains the trust of the king, King Akshash. Akshash Akshash Akshish. <laughs> I think it's King Akshish so i hope i pronounced it well anyways so he gives the trust of the king of philistine how so while david is there with his men he goes on this raids on this um routine raids and he goes to the nations around him that is like the um people of amalek the amalekites and like raids there and kills everyone plunders their city the bible makes sure to know that he kills everyone to make sure that there is nobody that comes back To give report to the king that david and his men are plundering their city and then when the king asks okay so where are you and your men going where do you guys go during this period of time he tells him that he's going to raid another part he's going to raid the southern part of judah meaning that he tells the king he's going to raid the israelites And so, when the king hears this, he's kind of uh, pleased. Okay, so, like, because this kind of means that since David is raiding his own people, he's like raiding the Israelites. It means that David has kind of caught ties with the Israelites and he's now on his side because he knew that David was fleeing from King Saul and from the Israelites. So, this just um, made the king trust David more. You know, even towards the end of the chapter, the king says that David. And his men are going to follow him to battle so there is this huge battle the philistines are preparing to fight against the israelites and the king tells david that he and his men are going to follow him to the battle to fight on his side and he's going to appoint david as a bodyguard unknown to him that all of this while david and his men have been killing and plundering the cities of his own people so I, I don't know. I, I, I literally have no spoiler because I don't know what comes next. But to me, I feel like this is a smart strategy of David to overcome the enemies. But anyways, that's where the story stops. And then we move on to chapter 28, King Saul. So King Saul hears that the Philistines are coming for Israel. And as it is the routine way of the Israelites that when there is this fear of battle or war when they're in a time of trouble and panic that is when they remember god and so king saul kind of remembers god now he gives up all his um chase for david and he seeks god's help because he's afraid he's scared he doesn't know what the future holds and we're told that god does not answer him God does not answer him through dreams or through the prophets or even through the Urim and Thummim. You know, I told you there, there, were, there were these two stones, the Urim and the Thummim, that the high priest would use to consult God, to ask God and to inquire God's opinion on certain issues. But we are told in this case, God refuses to answer Saul, meaning he, he does not, through any way, give Saul an answer as to whether they would survive this war and this battle with the Philistines. And so Saul goes into full panic mode, and what he does is that he goes to um, seek the aid of a diviner. Before now, um, when Saul was, uh, probably when Saul was still a good king, in quotes, when he was still doing the will of God, he sent all of the diviners out, all of the seers, all of the soothsayers, probably the witches, people that used um other means to consult the spiritual realm. He sent all of them out of the nation. And then now, because he is desperate, he wants an answer, and God isn't giving him one. So he goes to this diviner, this seer, to seek for her help. And the seer um, is successful in conjuring the spirit of Samuel, who tells him that by this time, the next day, he and his sons are going to join him. Meaning he and his sons are going to die. And the Lord is going to hand off the entire Israel to the Philistines and the chapter ends with Saul being downcast first of all let me address the elephant in the room yes I was also quite I wouldn't say surprise or shocked, but it took me off guard to know that this seer that was stated in chapter 28 was successful in conjuring up the spirit of Samuel. one of the reasons why the church And even in the old covenant, as we saw today, or as we know now, and in the new covenant, as we live in now, why the church, the old, the new covenant, why God, why Christianity is so adamant about us not consulting other means of um, interacting with the spiritual realm is that there is actually power in it. You know, I used to believe that, okay, so you have like all this, um, should i say mild forms of witchcraft you know it's not like witchcraft as we always read in books you know there there's witchcraft there is the kind that offers blood sacrifices and you have like candles and you have like spells being casted and all of that there is that but then now what we see that is more popular in our time is the mild form of witchcraft of the venetian which is like the cute tarot cards that we see up and down we see like this i don't know if you guys have seen this but I see this um, (laughs) almost quite often on my social media. You see these people kind of advertising on their Instagram page about how certain creams, certain soaps, certain jewelry can help them gain favor from men, can help them attract rich husbands, can help them excel in their work, can help them pass their interview or pass their exams, get good grades. Yeah, we see all these cute forms of witchcraft we see horoscopes which is actually very popular you know they'll ask you okay so what is your sign are you a gemini most people like to just join the trend they really don't know what the root of that is but some people do and some people believe with their whole heart in that they believe in horoscopes they believe in astrology they believe in divination they believe in um palm readings in um seeing one's future knowing what the future holds But sometimes or before, I used to believe that these things um aren't uh efficient, like they don't work, they are just they're just for play. I used to believe that people that used to believe in this are just very stupid because like there is no way my sign or my birth month has anything to do with um who I am or where I'm going to be in the next ten years. But the thing is that in today's readings we see is diviner who is obviously not a follower of god who does not follow god or um obey the commandment but she is successful in conjuring up the spirit of a great prophet as samuel and what this tells us is that there is power there are two ways the devil can deceive us into this form of modern day idolatry number one is that the devil might confess convince us to believe that there's no power in these things that it's just harmless it's just um cute it's just a way of interacting with others you know using sages to um purify your space it's just a way of um purifying your space in a harmless way you know i'm using tarot cards to read your future it's just a harmless way it's just a game And this has gotten to so many people because when you are convinced that there is no deep power or no spiritual roots to these things, you are um, more than likely to do them because you don't see any danger in them. And the second way that the devil might um, trick us into this is that he lets us realize that there is actually power in these things, like we know that there is deep power in these things. And because of our tendency to want to take control because of our tendency to want things to work in our favor to want things to play out the way we want them to we decide to indulge in these things to give us that level of control one of the things that is also um getting very popular and receiving a lot of attention now is this um manifestation it's called manifestation and i will not lie to you guys at some point i did start believing that okay you know maybe i would start manifesting things (laughs) i'm telling you spot on i had no idea what exactly the root or the foundation of manifestation was i just okay you know it's just like speaking good things into your life you know and then thank god for my curiosity i kind of dived deep into it to look into what manifestation is really all about and i realized that it is also a form of divination Manifestation is when you try to make things appear or be in your life the way you want them to. And now let me tell you where this, where the line is drawn between this. It is that we are creatures of God and we um, coming from God are created to submit and surrender totally to God's control. So let me take you to the beginning. So what happened? What was the main sin of adam and eve it was that they chose to be god they chose to eat of the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil meaning they chose to define what good and evil would be for them rather than submitting to god who told them what good and evil would be and so every time we make that decision it might be unconscious it might be conscious but anytime we make that decision to want to make things the way we want them to, rather than the way God wants them to. That is when we try to be our own gods. And now, what will manifestation teach you? It will teach you that you are your own God, and that you can make things happen in your life the way you want them to, just by thinking about it and just by acting it out. I don't. Know, it, it, I don't want to go very deep into it, but I will advise and encourage you. Highly encourage you to educate yourself on these things because you have to prepare and guard your hearts because these things are just like the the darkness and the evilness on them are just being sucked out because they want people to adopt them and see them as cute harmless practices you know that you have to do every time but that when when you fall into that when you when you actually start doing them you're actually falling away from god and so you have to be very intentional guys research upon them research on angel numbers research on i think there is i think there's a name for the broad subject i can't remember the name i think it's it's new age religion yeah (laughs) yes i remember now it is a new age religion (laughs) so please you can go and search on it yourself just so you you have an idea of what you are up against because paul tells us that we're not battling against flesh and blood we're battling against powers and principalities in high places. And we have to recognize that these powers have existed before us, before we were born or probably before we came on this earth. And so, yes, they are wise. We have to give that to them, that these dark powers that we are against, that we fight every time we wake up and every time we go to bed, they are wise and they are very, very efficient in the way they trick people and in the way they tempt us. But the good news is we are with a wiser God. We, we are with the wisest God that can ever exist. And and so we have to we have to guard our hearts and our minds. So I'm just going to put that advice um down there. Please try and search up on these things so you do not fall a victim to them. Anyways, we see where desperation takes King Saul to. This was the same king that told these people to leave the nation to leave Israel because they were doing practices other than the practices that they were supposed to do as Christians. Sorry, we're talking about the Old Covenant as followers of God. And now this was the same king that went to one of them because he was desperate for an answer. And so this is what desperation does to us. King Saul got no answer from God. And so he sought other ways to get this answer. And that is what... Um, we do sometimes when we seek God in prayer and God does not give us an answer. We try to look for these answers in other ways, in other things. We try to get these answers that we're looking for. And this is a very major tool that the devil might use in seducing us to the other side. This is what all of this new age spirituality practices does, is that it it, it teaches us that we can get answers for ourselves rather than seek god for this answers it teaches us that there is this source there is another source to get answers there is another source to get joy there is another source to get prosperity and this goes against everything that jesus said because jesus said i am the way the truth and the life no one else comes to the father except through me there is no other way To life there is no other way to love there is no other way to peace to joy to happiness there is no other way to salvation except through Jesus Christ every other way is anti Christ meaning it is idolatry and that is what all of this that is what I can get from chapter 28 I could go on and on about this because the way these things are spreading now, it is so rapid. And people are, even Christians are adopting these beliefs and practices, thinking that it is a harmless way or it is, it is like a harmless practices, you know, just kind of collecting crystals because these crystals have such power um, and release really such energy. I don't know. It's, <laughs> ah, It is a lot. And it is so unfortunate that people christians might fall into these things because of ignorance you know i did say that there was a time i was thinking okay manifestation wasn't such a bad thing it was just professing with your mouth what you want to see in your life but a a good way that you can get to discern if things are against god or not is that anything that leads you to want to seek answer Outside of God or anything that leads you to want to take control for yourself or anything that makes you the source rather than God is the Antichrist. It is anti-God. It is anti-salvation. It is anti-everything good And so I think this is a way that we can use it to discern because Man, I think let me just pause and ask Holy Spirit God, please help us Holy Spirit, come into us and give us the spirit of discernment to be able to know the things that are evil and the things that are good, to be able to differentiate the things that are of you and the things that are not of you. We need this so much now because there are so many things happening. Like we are living in the end times and the devil knows that his time is very limited and he's using whatever means he can to get people. And one of the ways he's doing that is to make it us believe that certain practices are harmless. I tell you guys that we are living in such a spiritual world than we are living in a physical world. What we see physically is controlled by the spiritual. And so we have to be very careful of the kind of practices, of the kind of things we do and say and believe. And so um, at this point, I would, if you are, or if at any point in your life you've been doing these things you've been going to seek seers you've been going to diviners to check your future you've been using horoscopes and astrology you've been using crystals and sages to secure your space to um, purify your space and weight of bad energy in quote or you just found yourself um kind of attracted to these things kind of going down that lane and believing in them please get rid of these things because they are evil because they are not harmless as the popular media or as other people want you to believe there is power in these things and these powers unfortunately are not good these powers do not want the best for you as they want you to believe they do not want you to find your future to have they do not want you to know your future so that you can get to be happy and live in that good future they 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 want to They want to use you they want to trap you and prevent you from experiencing the joy the peace and the love that god calls you into and so if you're you're in this category of people that practice such please i would enjoin you to destroy whatever things that you have concerning these things because they are witchcraft they are idolatry and they are antichrist and please go to confession confess all of those things and live in the new life that christ has bought for you by his body and blood. We are children of light, not of darkness. And he that is in us is greater than he that is in the world. And so we live on that power, that God is our source. Whatever answer that God refuses to give you means that you do not need to know. Because, I mean, take a look at King Saul. He was up and everywhere looking for the answer, and then immediately he got the answer, he is downcast. I mean there is this thing i read somewhere it's called um uh the name literally just came to my mind but anyways it's it's a concept it's a concept of when okay someone goes to go and read their future and maybe the future is bad maybe the future of that person says that he is going to die in an accident the next day and then what happens is that when the person knows that he's going to die next day there's that fear that comes and then you have the person kind of trying to be careful so that he doesn't die. He doesn't have to die the next day or trying to overdo things. And then the person actually does die because of his security, because of the things he's doing to prevent his death. And so what happens is that when you know your future or when you know things you're not supposed to know, you tend to do things that will actually bring that future or bring that thing you are afraid of the most from happening. Like you, you you knowing about a future you're not supposed to know of is like a catalyst, especially if the future is bad. I don't know if I'm making sense now I'm diving too deep. <laughs> what I'm saying in the essence is that anything that God does not tell you or God does not reveal to you means that you are not to know of it. But anytime you seek to know of things other than from places other than God. What you're doing is that you're making the same decision that Adam and Eve made. You're choosing for yourself what is good and what is evil. And you're choosing for yourself knowledge rather than choosing the love of God. Knowledge does not equal freedom. Knowledge does not equal peace. Knowledge does not equal prosperity. Knowledge does not equal life. Life equals life. And so today let us draw to God's throne of mercy and grace, and let us come to the tree of life, and eat of it at no cost. Thank you so much, guys, for listening this far, and we ask that God helps us, especially during this time that we do not unconsciously, or even consciously, or out of ignorance, fall into the traps of the devil and his agents. As we move forward, God, please strengthen us And help us to be able to discern between good and evil by your own standards. All this we ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening this far. I will see you guys in the next episode tomorrow, same time, same place. Please have an amazing day.